6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. As we move closer to Remembrance Day, I wanted to share some of our Remembrance stories because I think it's really important to hear the voices of our veterans. Uh, We know in Canada there are no living World War I vets. And for the estimated 1 million Canadian soldiers who left their homes beginning in 1939 to serve in World War II, Veterans Affairs Canada, and this was last year's number, so it would be lower, but the last uh, estimate was roughly about 39,000 remain. The numbers are diminishing for our Korean vets as well. And there is a new generation of veterans, those who served in Rwanda, Bosnia, Bosnia, Afghanistan, and Iraq. Many still very young, uh, but having seen a lot. Our next guest is one of those veterans. Justin Yasub joined the elite Canadian Special Operations Regiment as a special forces operator in 2012. He has been deployed around the world. In 2018, Justin was awarded the Medal of Bravery by the Governor General for his actions during an international operation in northern Iraq when he risked his life to help an injured team member. Justin joins us this afternoon. Justin, welcome to the show. Hello, thank you for having me. Justin, your path to the military was a different one. Um, you, you, you decided to focus in on it when you were actually working at the legislature. Tell us about that. Yes, that's correct. So I was a public affairs officer with uh, the Public Affairs Bureau here in Edmonton, and uh, I was also a reservist. And I didn't get really a chance to truly serve with my definition, and I made the choice to start training a little bit harder and, and uh, become a special forces operator with CSOR. Okay, so what, what does training look like uh, for CSOR? Um, it's uh, it's definitely challenging and difficult, and uh, there's support out there. And I think, uh, interestingly enough, there's a, there, you know there's a lot more talk about special forces, and there's a lot more interest in doing that. But uh, you have to kind of pass that first seven day interview, which we often mm. refer to as Hell Week, right? <laughs> so they really that big training was for that. All right, um, and you know if I remember correctly, Justin, didn't you decide to, you you lived in North Edmonton and you would uh, pack a, a rucksack and, and walk all the way to the ledge every day and back correct yeah uh, marching uh, ruck marches were, were a big one and that was in my strong point so i would <laughs> i had a full-time job so i'd wake up uh, a little a lot earlier and i'd load uh, i'd load my rucksack and make my way from the north side to to the legislature for work and i would just st- stash my my ruck in a um in a locker or or just randomly there hoping it doesn't get stolen for me to do the same thing go back home so it was good times what went through your mind when you found out you made the team um, you know, I, I was I was very blessed, and uh, selection selection you get selected to to perform. You know, I was selected to perform under hardship, that mixed uh, physical exha- exhaustion with with mind numbing tasks in a slur of ambiguity. <laughs> I was I was obviously carefully pushed to my limits and never got any feedback for doing that. And uh, I was there was a lot of fatigue in selection and confusion and exhaustion. Yet you needed to find the courage, not just to survive, but to perform. And I think discipline and mindset uh, allow you not to fail or quit, but that's not enough to become a special forces operator and you need to perform. And I think love for country and the purpose of choosing to become a special forces operator is what allows you to to perform. And I think uh, so 
with that said, you know, when I got to, when I got that uh, email saying that I got selected, the first thing I did was I actually was also trying to get into CSIS, and I made the phone call to that recruiter and said I, I'm canceling my panel interview. <laughs> so it was very, very exciting to 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 get selected and uh, to go on and, and do the course. Justin Yasub joining us this afternoon. Um, can you take us back to March sixth, twenty fifteen? Um, that day, um, your actions that day resulted in a, in a medal of bravery, but those actions that day, uh, changed the lives of a lot of people. Yeah, for sure. That's, uh, it definitely did. And I think like if we were, if I was to reflect back on my actions, there's not much to reflect on. It was, it was a trained action grounded by empathy, courage, and self-sacrifice. I reacted and I'm grateful that, uh, my reaction resulted in in some positive outcomes uh, yet still that po- the positive outcomes are still clouded by by loss and the negative outcomes that that combat just has right can you tell us in a nutshell what happened that day um yes i think uh, we'll just go through what uh, what's written in in, yeah. in the media in, yeah. in reference to that specific incident because it is still clouded with secrecy and ambiguity but uh, there was uh, a friendly fire incident and uh, where a good friend of mine and uh, my team lead uh, sergeant andrew doron was uh, was wounded and another individual was wounded i was uh, had the opportunity to work on both and uh, the uh, the result you know there was a positive result and then of course we lost uh, lost drew that day how how did the loss of of drew impact you and and your outlook on on the work you do or the work you did and mm-hmm. and your and your life um, you know, I would say, yeah, it's interesting, like impact me. I think the impact that I had uh, is minuscule compared to the impact his parents and his sister felt. Mm. Um, so, you know, Drew died while I was working on him and the impact of that, I still work on understanding and, you know, kind of unfolding and unpacking and that's going to be a lifelong journey, I think. But, uh, uh, it, it obviously has the impact of why I kind of continue to, to, you know, stay strong and participate in the act of remembrance. And, uh, you know, for, for his family, they will, they will never get that closure. I was blessed to be there with him uh, in his last moments. But I always like when, you know, for remembrance, say, I always like to take it beyond the soldier and to, to look at the family and the friends that also suffer just as much in, in that loss. I, and I was curious, I mean, when it comes to Remembrance Day, um, how, how do you mark it? What will, what will November 11th look like for you? Um, yeah, like Remembrance Day is, is, is different and changes every year. And I think now I, I'm pre- playing a role no different than you to support and facilitate the act of remembrance. Mm-hmm. So, and no different than you, you, you've made the choice to support that. That's why you have me here and you're going to have other people here. And I am choosing to encourage my community to take a, to take a moment to remember those who have served, but not just the individuals that served, but the consequence of their service. And I think Remembrance Day is about em- empathy, not to the soldier alone, but also their family. Gratitude, not just to the soldier, but the community, the society and country that they helped shape and that's what i was kind of talking about the consequence of their Mm -hmm. service the consequence of their service is the society that we live in today and remembrance day or remembrance month is the 
an opportunity to show some gratitude towards that. Justin, you received the Medal of Bravery um, for your actions in Iraq. I know it's something that I'm not. I, I, I'm not sure that it's right to say that you don't like to talk about it, but it's. Um, I think you have an interesting perspective on it. What did that mean for you? Yeah. So it. You know. It's. Uh, it's, it's it's a difficult medal to get because I mean some people like congratulations it's like as if it's a reward right mm. but it, it it isn't and uh, um, and I think for me the reason why I'm okay with it now is because I've kind of changed the definition of for that medal is is you know showing courage and sacrifice mm. and I want to share and communicate the sacrifice a mother made of losing her only child and waking mm. up every single day to deal with it the sacrifice of a good friend of mine who was you know shot in the femur and uh, showed the courage to wake up train and work hard to be able to serve his country another day so uh the medal itself uh i've come to terms with it and i i've decided to become sort of an ambassador of what the definition of it is and to communicate how there's a lot of individuals within our community that are that are brave they're just not receiving that medal before I let you go, um, you retired from the military. You opened up All Around Consulting, a leadership consulting company. What lessons did you take your take from your time in the military and, and apply in this new role? Um, I, I guess with this one, what uh, what I really like to do is just talk about high performance and to share with the organizations and companies that they too could achieve high performance, and it's achieved through the human connection and. You know, what makes us special in the Special Forces is that we do the basics very, very, very well. And the basics of connecting with humans and understanding who they are and how dynamic they are and working together is kind of what I like to communicate. And the other big piece that I like to speak to is is the front line. You know, I come from the front line. Mm. And front line leadership is so crucial. And it's, it was crucial years ago and it's crucial today. So really, my company is only attracted attracted or People are attracted to my company if they believe in developing people, if they believe in the human connection, and if they believe in the front line and empowering them to make leadership decisions on behalf of the organization. Justin Yusub joining me this afternoon. Justin, always enjoy our conversations. Thank you for this. Thank you for having me, and thank you for participating in the Act of Remembrance. Justin Yasub joining us, a former Special Forces operator, now runs his own company here in, uh, in Edmonton, reflecting on Remembrance Day, which is, of course, next Thursday, November 11th.